Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. You been the mind of the time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Personal Jesus. Hey. My personal Jesus. Ah, oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Personal Jesus. Thank you, thank you. Jesus. Ah, oh, thank you, Deshana. Thank you. For those of y'all that are on Instagram, y'all like, what did she keep saying? Thank you. They are wishing me happy birthday. So thank y'all so much. <laughs> oh. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Personal Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you all. Thank you. 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 This is like one of my favorite songs, like in the entire world. The song is so personal. Cause Tone is talking about he's my personal Jesus, and he is definitely my personal Jesus. Thank you. Glory to God, glory to God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, I received that, thank you. To do, friend of mine, you all the time. 
Good morning. Welcome. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I am so grateful. I am so gracious. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, thank you. Hey. My God, thank you, Lord God. Thank y'all. Thank y'all so much. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father. We bless your name. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. We lift up hands. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't know why you love me the way that you do, but I'm so, so grateful. Thank you, thank you, thank you for always thinking of me. Thank you for always loving me. Thank you for always looking out for me. Thank you for always blessing me. Thank you for daily loading me with benefits. Thank you no matter the mistakes, no matter the circumstance, no matter the situation. You saw me fit. You saw me worthy. I thank you, Lord God. I'm so grateful. I am so honored. I am so blessed. I'm just so centered on you, Lord God. And I just want to simply say thank you. Thank you for giving me the activities of my limb. Thank you for clothing me in my right mind. Thank you, Father God, for just how precious you've deemed me. Thank you for giving me ministry and letting me do more for you. Thank you for letting me work in your kingdom and work in your garden and tend to your people. I am just grateful. 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 I am just so grateful, Lord God. I am just so grateful, Lord God. I am just so grateful, Lord God. I bless you. I praise you. I magnify you, Lord God. And I will just make this day all about you for this is the day that the Lord has made. And I will rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I bless your name. I praise your name. I magnify your name. I glorify your name. You are King of Kings. You are Lord of Lords. You are great I am. And I just simply say thank you. I worship you. I worship you, Daddy. I worship you. I bless you. I praise you. I worship you. I magnify you. I glorify you. I lift up holy hands and I say thank you, Father God. I thank you. 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 I thank you, Lord God. I lift up holy hands and I say thank you. I thank you, Father God, for your glory. Thank you for your grace. I thank you for the presence of the Holy Spirit. I thank you for Jesus. I thank you for the greater witness. I thank you, Lord. I thank you. I feel you, Holy Spirit. Yeah, I welcome you in. I welcome you into the devotional. I welcome you into this day. I welcome you into my life. I welcome you to the people, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. Let this word be pleasing to you today. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you. 
Lord God, we lift you up. Lord God, we need you today more than ever. Lord God, we just simply say thank you and bless you and praise you and magnify you, Lord God. We need you today, Lord God, more than ever. We need you today, Lord God, more than we've ever needed you. We need you. We need you. We invite you. Let your word quicken our spirit today. Let your word quicken our spirit today. Let your word quicken our spirit today. Let miracle signs and wonders follow us today, Lord God. Let blessings chase us down, Lord God. Let your spirit be present among us, Lord God. My God, we thank you. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We thank you. I thank you, Lord God. I am full of energy. I thank you, Lord God. I am full of energy. We thank you for all that you are and all you continue to do for us in Jesus name. Amen. May the glory of the Lord shine upon you. Father God, we just thank you. Let me read this word over you today. And um, I, ho- I hope you take this word by faith. Um, as I was studying and reading this morning um, and having personal devotional time with God, um, he just had me writing down and he had me studying. He said, he asked me, he said, who is the Holy Spirit to you? And I just began to write down who the Holy Spirit was to me. Like, I just began to write down everything that the Holy Spirit was to me. And I'm talking about I'm writing it down and I'm writing the list down and I'm putting down how important the Holy Spirit is to me. And it was just like everything, like it was just like everything. And I started finding the scripture and I was looking up definitions and I was just like, Lord, this is who the Holy Spirit Um, this is who the Holy Spirit is to me. And I'm just telling you an abundance of tears began to pour out my eyes. And I'm just like, my God, um, I've been reading and studying something about Holy, the Holy Spirit. And one of the things said, it said, Holy Spirit is my breath of life. And you keep me from spiritual asphyxiation. And when I just read that, I just bawled in tears. And so I, this is the scripture God gave us today. And as I read this to you, I hope you receive the Holy Spirit as absolutely everything that I'm going to read it. And I want to read it to you in the Amplified version. I'm sorry. I'm, I got stuff in my Bible falling out. I want to read it to you in the Amplified version because that is the version that just took me everywhere this morning. And it says, but the helper... The, and in, in parentheses, it has the comforter, the advocate, the intercessor, the counselor, the strengthener, the standby, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place, to represent me and act on my behalf. And what I love about this is this is Jesus. This is Jesus, like this is Jesus talking. He's saying, but the helper, 
the comforter, the advocator, the intercessor, the counselor, the strength of the standby, the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, in my place to represent me and act on my behalf. He will teach you all things and he will help you remember everything that I have told you. And so when this world has tried to leave you in a place and tell you you are orphaned and 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 abandoned, you got to begin to talk back to your circumstance, your situation, your world, your emptiness, your dryness, your bareness. And you got to begin to say, nope, I got a helper and nope, I got a comforter and nope, I got an advocate. I got somebody that goes before me. I got an intercessor and I got a counselor and I got a strengthener and I got somebody on standby and I am never, ever, 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 ever left alone. I am never, I'm never left alone. I am never left alone. That's John 14 and 26 and that's the Amplified version. My God, I'm just like, I got a helper with me and I got a comfort. And y'all, I, I, I mean, I've talked a little bit about being sick. Um, this year has been my most trying time in my health. Um, this year has been the year I've had to fight for health more than I've ever had to felt for fight for health. This last session tried to knock me off my feet. I'm telling you it did. It tried to blow me out the water. It was trying to take my breath. Uh, my body is still in the healing process, but I feel the strength. And so this morning, I'm like everything I've ever I needed. Um, as I hit 46 this morning, I was like everything that I've needed this year. Because I always mark the year from the day I was born. Like so, when I turned 45, that was a brand new year for me. When I turned 46, that's a brand new year for me. Everything that I needed from 45, you were my helper, you were my comforter, you were my advocate, you were my intercessor, you were a counselor, you were a strengther, you were a standby, you were my healer, like everything that I needed in this last, in that past season, in this new season, I'm taking that with me as well. And I'm just telling you, I know you get it, Yara. I know you get it. I know you get it. I know you get it. And and so it's just the truth that you learn to rely on and it becomes precious. And so when the enemy is trying to put you in a position and say to you, the helper, that you're alone or like you're in this on your own or you're doing your own thing or you're no one's hearing you. And there were moments when I'm just, I'm not going to make it about me, but I need you to understand how important the Holy Spirit there were moments when I was sitting out in that car and I was in tears and I was just saying, Lord, I know you called me to this, but this is so heavy at times. And I saw him be absolutely all those things. And so I'm just saying to you without a doubt, do not allow the enemy to lie to you and to make you think you are forsaken or to make you think you are alone or to make you, and I'm telling you, there was some trials this year. There was some heat in my fire. There was some fire up under me. There was some situations that I had been through this year. And I'm just telling you, I know without a doubt that the Holy Spirit, that Jesus did not leave me alone. 
He left me with one that would help me, that would comfort me, would advocate, would become intercessor, would become my counselor, which would become strength to me and would be on standby. And every time I asked him, every time I asked him, every time I marked territory, every time I stood in position to yield to him, I watched the fullness of who he was and how he acted. And so that's the encouragement. That's the encouraging word from the Lord today. I want you to receive that by faith. I, I don't want you to minimize who the Holy Spirit is. We reduce him often and we don't understand how significant we is. He is. And we just reduce. I'm sick of reducing God to just language. I'm sick of reducing God to just language, to just uh, spiritual jargon and Christianese. I'm sick of reducing him to that. I need to be able to see him for who he is in every area of my life. And I'm just saying to you, he is all those things and he did not leave you and he has not forsake you and he has not had you in a position. We just got to yield to the Holy Spirit. You got to allow him to be comforter and you got to allow him to be helper and you got to allow him to intercede. Sometimes we've mumbled and said and prayed things when that wasn't even what we needed to pray. You feel me? Like you, we've not even did it. Sometimes we've just needed strength. And instead of praying for strength, we've been running around and it's just like, no, Holy spirit, I need your strength. And definitely the fact that he is on standby means absolutely everything. And so this has just been a year. This has been a year. This has been a year. And it's been funny because as glorious as has it been, it's just been a warfare. Like it's been a warfare against my life. And I know that there's been a warfare against my life. And it's just like, my God, you saw me from 45. You saw me into 46. You took me from a season when I was depressed into a season in which I know depression is gone. And I'm just grateful to who the Holy Spirit is. And so just hold on to the Holy Spirit and understand who and what he is. I'm just. Mm. 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 I'm telling you, he is helper. He is comforter. He is intercessor. He is counselor. He is strengthener. He is standby. And I'm just beyond grateful. I'm, feel, I'm beyond grateful of how he took me from one season to another season. And I'm just thankful to him. I just, I'm just thankful. I'm thankful. So I, I want to talk to you today um, about, and so you might want to take a little time today and just write a love letter to the Holy Spirit and thank him for th being and ask yourself really, who is he? Not what the scriptures tell you. I didn't write what the scriptures said to me. I didn't say this is what the scripture said, who he is. I said today, this is who you are to me. And that looks like, like one of my words I used was mentor, right? And so the Holy Spirit is just so precious. And I just had to wreck. I'm like, my God, I was writing down just all he was to me and all he has become to me. And when I read the 
the, the page I've been studying about him is that he is the breath of life. And with him, I would experience a asphyxiation. Like I can't breathe without the Holy Spirit. And the very first time I read that I was on my face before him. So I want to give you a little word to study on today. And I want to talk to you about, um, fundamental building blocks. I want to talk to you about fundamental building blocks because you need to understand. We talked to, we have been talking to you about sealing the cracks. And if you're new to the devotional, welcome to coffee and conversations with Lakeisha. I'm your girl LMJ. And I want to talk to you about fundamental building blocks because these are essential. These are important. And if the, you're missing this and I need to tie these into the anointing, I need to tie these into the Holy spirit. We started talking about the anointing was the Holy spirit. And anytime we start talking about the anointing on our life, we're talking about the fruit of the Holy spirit. And so this morning I need to, I need to share with you. I need to show you how important it is not to skip steps, how important fundamental building blocks are in you and for you. And so one of the, one of the most simple, the most significant things God showed me through was this was through Jonah and, um, what happened when Jonah read from the Lord ran, ran from the Lord and what happens every time we grieve or we quench the Holy spirit. When we grieve or quench the Holy spirit, we don't realize that we are putting ourselves in the position in which we miss fundamental building blocks. We're missing significant things that we need, just like the ABCs, just like the core of education, stuff that we feel like is unnecessary, stuff that we don't really even understand that we're, come on Holy Spirit, that we don't even understand that we're using, <laughs> that you don't even understand that you're about to use, stuff that you don't even understand, thank y'all, Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Um, stuff that you don't even understand that's necessary stuff that you don't even understand that you need to use their fundamental building blocks and they're taught to you through the Holy spirit. Well, every time we make a decision to grieve the Holy spirit every time, and this is at any level, this is at any level because the building blocks are developed at levels in sessions, in seasons, through protocol, through instructions. And when we skip, I need you to hold on tight because I feel the spirit of the Lord. I feel the spirit of the Lord. I feel the spirit of the Lord. And every time we quench, and every time we don't follow a step or we don't follow through or we deny God or we deny the Holy Spirit or we don't act out the plan or we don't move according to the plan or we don't move according to assignment or we abandon assignment. We're missing a fundamental building block. We're missing something strategic we need. Every time we don't get, if we don't do the precursors, we don't do the pre-work, we don't pre-lab, we don't do any of the things that we're supposed to do. We're missing fundamental building blocks. I don't care what level this doesn't have anything to do with what, what level you're on per se it's available for every level. And so every time growth and maturity needs to come and every time we need to be built 
for at the next level. We're always given another level of building blocks. We're always putting in, put into another position. Well, every time we begin to quench the Holy Spirit or grieve the Holy Spirit, we miss the opportunity to be fully developed. And so we're missing a fundamental building block. And if we don't allow the Holy Spirit to go back over, or we don't pass that test a second time, or we skip that test, or we refuse that test, or we continue to choose to do things in our own manner and in our own way, or we get outside ourselves. or remember Deuteronomy 8, he told us, don't forget the Lord thy God, or we forget the Lord thy God, then we miss a fundamental block. We're missing a fundamental step. We're missing we, something we need that is supposed to build us up in the next season. And I need to tell you something so strategic about the enemy. If you've ever played the game Jenga, I need to tell you something. It is his tactic to have you missing blocks on every level so that when you rise and you think you have gotten there and you think you have accomplished and you think you are greater witnessing and you think you are moving, it is his desire for you to be missing steps on certain levels so that when you rise and get to the top, that you will fall and it will be a shame and a disgrace to the kingdom. That that's the design. See, if I have you missing certain steps, then when you grow, there's a weakness in you. And when you fall, that's why I tell you build slow, baby. That's why anybody I'm personally coaching right now, anybody I'm success coaching, I'm not, you, we, you, you're not going to push me. We're not going to push the Holy Spirit. That's why I tell you, build slow, baby. Build slow, baby. Build slow, baby. Build slow. Don't compare yourself. Don't get into no zone. Don't start looking at what nobody else doing. Don't be trying to eat stuff too fast. Don't build slow, baby. You need to build slow, baby. It's the reason I'm telling you to build slow, baby. I'm telling you to build methodically, baby. It's well, the reason I'm telling you small bites still equal meal is something to this baby. I'm not telling you something out of my own infantry. I'm telling you this out of years of experience. I'm telling you this after being in ministry almost 18 years. I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this. I'm, I'm telling you this after 13 years of marriage. I'm telling you this after being a mother over 27 years. I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this after being in Christ over 20 years, like my second rebirth. I'm telling you this. I'm not telling you this. I'm not telling you this. I'm not giving you this. God hasn't been giving us this. I'm not telling you this. That's why I say build slow. When I say build slow, I'm telling you to build slow. When I tell you don't move out in front of him, I'm telling you when I'm telling, I'm telling you this, I'm telling, I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this. That's why I've been telling you, build slow, small, but don't rush yourself. Don't rush yourself. Let the Holy Spirit do it. It's a reason why I've been saying this. It's a reason why I've been saying it's a wisdom to it. And it's a wisdom that will come to you from God. So the enemy looks for us to miss fundamental steps. He looks for us to jump ahead. He looks for us to move too fast. He looks for us to not to, to, to not be wise and to be wise in our own eyes. He's, he's looking, he's looking for us to miss fundamental steps. He's looking for us to be too anxious. He's looking for us to not operate in power, love and a sound mind. He's looking for us to be too timid. When the Lord has said, be bold as a lion. He's looking for one ounce of disobedience, 
one ounce. He's looking for doors that we still have our foot in when the Lord has asked us to allow him to close the door. He's looking for any inch. He's looking for any time the Lord told you to look to the left and you went to the right. He is looking for that. He is looking for the gap. He is looking for the gap. He, that is what he's looking for. That, that, that is what, that's what he's looking for. That, that's why I've been saying, build slow, move slow, baby, move, move slow, baby. Keep your, that's why he said, keep your eyes on me. Keep your eyes tuned into the Holy spirit. Don't, don't get caught up in all the lights, camera and action. Keep your eyes absolutely on me. That's why I'm telling you, build slow, baby. Don't mark, don't, don't mark my words. Don't mark nobody else's words. So I need to show you something that significantly is going on with Jonah. This is Jonah. And this is the first chapter. It said, Lord, the Lord gave this message to Jonah, son of Amatai. Get up and go to the great city of Nineveh. Announce my judgment against it because I've seen how wicked its people are. But Jonah got up and went in the opposite direction. <laughs> Jonah got up and went in the opposite direction to get away from the Lord. He went down to the port of Joppa where he found a ship leaving for Tarshish. He bought a ticket and went on board, hoping to escape from the Lord by sailing to Tarshish. But the Lord hurled a powerful wind over the sea, causing a violent storm that threatened to break the ship apart. Fearing for their lives, the desperate sailors shouted to their gods for help and threw the cargo overboard to lighten the ship. But all this time, Jonah was sound asleep down in the hole. Can I tell you something? <laughs> you, you, can, you can be asleep in something and you ain't even got no business being sleeping. Like you can be asleep at a time that you ain't got. That's a sign. If you sleep in a crisis, I ain't talking about a spiritual rest. See, a spiritual rest is different. If you're not awakened to the crisis. If you can't realize that you're in a crisis state, if you can't realize you're in a crisis situation, if you can't recognize that there is something off in your kingdom, there's something going on around you, then you are in a sleep state and a sleep state will leave you in a very dangerous state. That that's just a little extra right there. So the captain went down after him. He said, how can you sleep at a time like this? He shouted, get up and pray to your God. Maybe he will pay attention to us and spare our lives. Then the crew cast lots to see which of them has offended the gods and caused the terrible storm. When they did this, the lots identified Jonah as the culprit. Why has this awful storm come down on us? They demanded. Who are you? What is your line of work? What country are you from? What is your nationality? Jonah answered, I'm a Hebrew and I worship the Lord, the God of heaven who made the sea and the land. The sailors were terrified when they heard this. Can I tell you something? Can I pause just a second? The enemy will have you in a lull, in a sleep, caught up into the things of this world, making you think that your life is not in a crisis because you are meeting world's standards and world's success. And it looks like nothing that the path that God has for you. Like it looks like nothing that the path God has for you, but it looks very successful to this world. And you can be so far from the path God has to you. And you will not even realize that you are not 
in a crisis state, in a crisis circumstance or a crisis situation because you won't give the, you shutting the Holy Spirit out. You won't even give the Holy Spirit time to speak to you. Jonah, Jonah said, I am Hebrew. I am worship the Lord, the God of heaven who made the sea and the land. The sailors were terrified when they heard this for he had already told them he was running away from the Lord. Oh, why did you do it? They groaned. And since the storm was getting worse all the time, they asked him, what should we do to stop to, to you to stop the storm? Jonah said, go on and throw me over the sea and it will become calm again. I know that this terrible storm is all my fault. Instead, the sailors rode even harder to get the ship to the land. But the stormy sea was too violent for them and they couldn't make it. Then they cried out to the Lord Jonah's God. And the Lord, they pleaded, don't make us die for this man's sin and don't hold us responsible for his death. Oh, Lord, you have sent this storm upon him for him for your own good reasons. Then the sailors picked up Jonah up and threw him into the raging sea and the storm stopped at once. The sailors were awestruck by the Lord's great power and they offered him a sacrifice and vowed to serve him. I love this, that in, even in the middle of this, all things are working for his good. Now the Lord had arranged for a great fish to swallow Jonah and Jonah was inside the fish for three days and three nights. We're not going to even talk. I don't even want to focus today on the belly of the well. Um, I don't want to focus on what's going on because God is going to give Jonah another chance. Just like God gives us another chance. What I want to, what I want us to focus on is the fundamental building block. See, Jonah didn't want to go to Tarshish because he knew God was going to save them. That, that's the reason why he didn't want to go to Tarshish because he predicted God's outcome. He, he predicted, but what he didn't realize was that God was sending him to Tarshish, not to come on Holy Spirit. It was not just for the people of Tarshish to get saved. See, it was, it was, that was the most, that was one of the most significant. He, he, but he didn't understand significantly what God was doing. He was saying to him, he's like, oh my gosh, I know you're going to save them. Why do I have to go down here? They've been wicked. One, he didn't think that the assignment meant anything. He didn't think that the assignment meant anything. He didn't think that the assignment was significant enough. He didn't think that the assignment was important enough. And so every time we quench the Holy Spirit, every time we don't say yes to the Lord, Every time we don't go when God asks us to go or every time we don't answer the phone when he tells us to or every time we don't send the text and tell people I love you or anytime the Lord tells you to sow a seed and you don't and you make a decision to go your trap in your own way, you're missing a fundamental step. And it's not just about God using you. It's also about the significance of the people who have been praying for God to wet them up. For the people who have been praying for God to wet them up, the anointing of the Holy Spirit is given through people to demonstrate God's love and power. I need to say this again. The anointing of the Holy Spirit is given through people to demonstrate God's love and power. So every time we annoy, uh, ignore the Holy Spirit, we ignore the anointing. We're forgetting that it's really not about us. It's who God wants us to 
to who he how he wants to use us so that people can experience his love and power through us that's why one of the things i always tell you is go be love today when you make a decision to be love today then god's power and his love can shine and go through you christ means the anointed one and because christ is in us then we should be operating in the same anointing on earth so when god anoints people that he loves and says to him i need you to send a check today to so-and-so and we make a decision they don't need that check or we justify i'm not giving them a check or i'm not cash apping them this or they look successful or they look fruitful or they look like then we are missing the opportunity for god to you be demonstrated through us through love and through power when we won't send, make a phone call when we won't just have a conversation when we won't turn to a stranger when we won't feed the homeless when we won't take care of the widows people are asking what do, how does god does god want to use me when you really got to do the basics first feed the poor visit the sick come on now take care of the widows as we open our hearts to love others god's anointing flows through us so what jonah was saying was i don't feel like loving the people of nineveh today i don't feel like that i don't feel like loving the people of nineveh today i don't feel like loving them for you i don't feel like being your conduit of love first john three seventeen says but whoever has the world's goods Whoever has his world, the world's goods and sees his brother in need and shuts up his heart from him, how does the love of God abide in him? My God. Proverbs 4, 23 says, keep your heart with all diligence for out of it springs the issues of life. And so God is going to get things through you to other people. And so anytime we quench the Holy Spirit, we are missing the opportunity for God to demonstrate. Well, that's also development for us. So here's the thing. He's a faithful rewarder of those that diligently seek him. But he's also a rewarder of those who become doers of his word. And so anytime we Jonah was missing something. He was missing a fundamental opportunity to obey God, to build him up in obedience, to build him up in hearing the Holy Spirit. For those of you who are just growing in hearing the Holy Spirit, when you quench him and resist him, it will be harder for you to hear him the next time. It'll be harder for you to hear him the next time. It's going to be harder for him to talk to you the next time when you won't obey him in the small things, right? He is going to be faithful to those of us who steward over the little bit we have. And so when we have the little bit we have and we go and take it and do the things that God asks us, a little bit of time, a little bit of service, a little bit of love. And I know some of you will be like, Lakeisha, you don't understand the pressure I've been under. I understand. I understand, 
But none of that is greater than the Holy Spirit in your life and what he wants to be in your life. The anointing of the Holy Spirit is given to us so that God's love and power can be demonstrated to us. The anointing is given to us so we can heal and restore people. Jonah was supposed to be on his way to help heal and restore them, but he didn't want to heal and restore them because he didn't feel like it today. He didn't feel like it. He didn't feel like all that. He didn't feel, I didn't feel like all that. I don't feel like obeying you. And really what was happening for him there was an opportunity for him to be built up in something so small that would yield something greater. That, that would be greater. That would be greater. And sometimes we're looking for something so magnificent to do. So when finally he goes to Nineveh, right? So glory speaks to him a second time in chapter three. He's like, get up, go to the city of Nineveh. This time he obeys Nineveh, right? And he's there and he's fasting and he's angry and he's upset. And the Lord is saying, this is what the Lord is saying to him, saying to him. Jonah said, he says, the change of plans upset him. He didn't destroy Nineveh. God changed his mind. So then he complained. He said, didn't I say before I left home that you would do this, Lord? This is why I ran away to Tarshish. I knew that you are a merciful and compassionate God, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love. You are eager to turn back from destroying people. Just kill me now, Lord. I'd rather be dead than alive. If what I predicted will not happen, the Lord replied, is it right for you to be angry about this? Then Jonah went out to the east side of the city and made a shelter to sit under as he waited to see what would happen to the city. And the Lord God arranged for a leafy plant to grow there. And soon it spread it broad leaves, its leaves over Jonah's head, shading him from the sun. This eased his discomfort and Jonah was very grateful for the plant. But God also arranged for a worm the next morning at dawn, the worm ate through the stem of the plant so that it withered away. And as the sun grew hot, God arranged for a scorching east wind to blow on Jonah. The sun beat down on his head until he grew faint and wished to die. Death is certainly better than living like this, he exclaimed. Then God said to Jonah, is it right for you to be angry because the plant died? Yes, Jonah retorted, even angry enough to die. Then the Lord said, you feel sorry about the plant, though you did nothing to put it there. It came quickly and died quickly. But Nineveh has more than 120,000 people living in spiritual darkness, not to mention all the animals should not feel sorry for a great city. The Lord was trying to teach him compassion. The Lord was trying to teach him how to deal with his anger. God kept working on Jonah because he knew that Jonah needed this experience, his mercy, before he could really preach what he needed to preach to Nineveh. It was all working so Jonah could learn compassion, so Jonah could learn what he needed in this season so that he could be everything he needed to be to Nineveh. And because he was trying to skip steps or miss a fundamental building block, he was missing what he needed. And so then he became angry, then he became upset, and he became frustrated instead of trusting the Lord in season and out of season. The anointing is given to heal and to restore. God's anointing flows through those of us that are hungry enough 
from the touch of the, for, for a touch of the Holy Spirit to be used, to be used. And so Jonah was quenching and missing because he didn't feel like all that because he didn't understand the significance of that. And so I'm just saying to you, don't skip steps. Don't skip steps. Don't think the small things that God is requiring of you. Don't think the small things that God is requiring of you is insignificant. Don't let your complaining, murmuring, and all of this quench out this opportunity for God to develop you and grow you so that you can be what you need to be to the people that he's called you to in season and out of season. I remember something one time, and we're going to close with this. There was, I was in, um, I was in the gym one time and I was writing, I was reading and I heard the Lord. As a matter of fact, he spoke to me later and I heard the Lord tell me to buy a book and to sew a, no, I bought the book for this lady. Cause she told me she was about to be on a road trip. And I heard the Lord tell me to sow a seed in her as well. Well, she was an NFL player's wife. She was an NFL player's wife. The ring on her finger was two, three, four carats, right? I'm a single mom in the gym, uh, little resources. And I hear the Lord give me an amount and tell me to sew it. I wrote it down on the check. I put the check in the book. I just told her just, just, because God wanted to love you. That's what the Lord told me. Just showing you a little God's love. I give her the book. I gave her, she gets the check. I come back. And the next time I see her, she hands me a card. And as she hands me the card, I'm reading the card. And she says to me, she said, thank you so much for sowing into my life. She said, I am always giving. I am always giving. And because we are blessed with so much, that is what people expect us to do, to give. And she says, so thank you for letting me know that God hears me and God sees me. And I just got back in my truck and I shook my head and I'm like, Lord, if I had not paused to do this, I would have missed the opportunity to share your love with someone because I didn't think I needed it or because I didn't think it was necessary or because I didn't think it was significant or because I didn't think it was important. When you've already said these are the great commission, these are the things that you're asking me to do. <coughs> Some of the basics. And so I'm just telling you in this season and some things without asking, feeding, feeding the homeless, taking care of those that are the least of us, taking care of those in prison, taking care of the widow and visiting the six are in the Bible. That's part of the commission. He doesn't have to tell us to do that. We should be doing that anyway. Right. But not missing these opportunities to be the love of God on this earth for people to experience. So when I say to you today, go be loved today. When you say to someone, I have to fulfill a vow today. I promise to send a donation to someone. 
and I didn't send it. I'm just being honest. I just have been very slowful and I, because it came in an envelope and I do better when I can sew things online, but that's no excuse. And I was asking the Lord to search my heart today. Have I fulfilled every vow? Is there anything that I left open? Is there anything that you told me to do and I haven't done it? And he brought me back to that. He was like, mail that check off today. And I'm going to mail the check off today to them because I know it's important for me to fulfill my vows. God is not going to put something in your spirit. God's not going to tell you to serve. God's not going to tell you to be involved with something. God's not going to tell you to be connected to something and you do it half heartedly. That does not represent the God we serve or you do it incomplete or you don't fulfill it or you don't do what he asks. That is not the kind of God we serve. That is not the kind of God. God needs to, to use your hands, your feet as an extension of him on this earth. That's what go be love today means. It's being God's hands and extension on this earth through service, through a word, through restoration, through healing. That's what we're saying when we're saying that. We're not dropping and just saying, go be loved today. It's love in action, allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to you so that you may, you may be able to be used for God's glory and used at whatever he tells you to do or whatever he requires of you or whatever he's saying to you in this season. That's what God is asking of you. So don't don't skip steps. Don't miss the fundamental building blocks because they will leave gaps and you're going to find problems with it later. It may seem like it's not, it's not an issue now, but I'm just telling you it's going to manifest. So if the Lord told you to do something quickly, obey, close out the year, ask the Holy spirit, ask the Holy spirit, Holy spirit. Show me if there's any assignment I've left complete. I want to complete all my 2000, anything that I haven't done, anything you've not told me. And if so, repent, reset, ask them, are there any things that you can do now? And before you build a vision for 2020, baby, you need to ask whatever you need to be completed to move so that there are no gaps. Those are fundamental building blocks. Every assignment, every time God has given you something, grown something, put you in a position and you quench and you don't do it his way or you modify it according to your plan or you mark your own standard of excellence, then you miss fund. That's even in your wife, dumb baby. That's why it's so important for you to prepare yourself in your singleness so that you can walk into the fullness of who you need to be in a wife. It says he who findeth a wife. She's already a wife and not according to your standards, according to this holy word. She who findeth the wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. Well, if you're missing building blocks, baby, you won't be prepared for no marriage. You won't be prepared for no marriage because marriage will send you to some places you ain't ready for. Same thing if you ain't got no kid. It'll send you to some places that you ain't ready for. So you can't skip steps. You got to let your foundational truths be built up 
so that you can be built up for the next assignment and in the next season. Well, that's it. And that's it. That's it for today. Let me give you a few announcements and then I want to pray. One, we will not have a devotional again until the 27th. I am going on vacation from the 18th to the 26th, shutting it down, resting and restoring my body. So this will be the last devotional. But pin a mark, put a mark in what we're studying. This is the last devotional until the 27th. We won't be back. We will be, however, showing some of the best of the best for the next few days. Some of the most, most watched videos throughout this year. We're going to be showing the best of the best for the next few days. And so we'll be out the 18th through the 26th tonight. This is, um, this is a last, um, and so this is, I don't vacation like other people. So it's not, I can't explain it. My, my stuff looks different. And so just. Before you go, oh my gosh, it, it, it's not the same kind of time. I don't have the, that God doesn't give me the same kind of time. It's not like that for, it's not what y'all think is vacation, but it will be plenty of rest. Um, this is the last Bible study tonight until the seventh. So please make sure you get your book ordered for Bible study. Please join us tonight. We're having a potluck tonight. Um, I'm sure God is going to share a word of God. Um, thank you for the rest. Um, thank you. I should say rest. Um, so I'm going to be resting from the 18th through the 26th, letting the store rebuild me up, getting finalized instructions for everything. Um, so I just want y'all to know that. Also, don't forget, um, your stuff for Salva Salvation Army. Um, if you haven't brought your stuff, drop it off tonight. Somebody should be in place at five o'clock. Email us at info at justbeinglmj.com. It's not too late for you to contribute. You can send a cash app. Yeah, so I'm, I'm grateful for a time of rest. It's hard for me to rest because I love to serve. It is very hard for me to rest because I love, I love to serve. I do. I love what I do. I have no complaints. I have no, but rest, a, sab, a Sabbath is a part of it as well. A Sabbath is necessary. Rest is necessary for me in this season. Rest is necessary for everyone. So if you don't take a Sabbath weekly, right, you're going to, right, come on. You got to take a Sabbath really re weekly. Who said they really wish they could be there? Come on, Brandy, come on and drive in. Thank you for all the birthday wishes. Um, thank you for all of you who have, thank you for gifts. Thank you for coffee. Thank you for coffee mugs. Thank you for those of you who have just loved on me already for my birthday. Thank you. I'm receive. I receive, I receive, I receive, I receive. Thank y'all for that. Um, and be blessed today. Go be loved today. Let me pray. Bible study will be online for a little bit. It'll be online for a little bit. Father God, I thank you. Uh, I thank you for, I don't want y'all to think I'm out partying. Somebody's like, yeah, go kick it. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I'm just being funny. Um, I do enjoy life to a hundred thousand times. I enjoy life to a hundred thousand times. Let me go on and pray. Father God, I thank you for this day. I thank you for all that you are. I thank you for your people. I thank you for rest. I thank you for this time of rest. I thank you for this time of restoration. I thank you for every virtue you poured out on us today, Holy Spirit. I thank you that we will not quench the Holy Spirit and miss building blocks, Lord God. 
We thank you, Father God, that we receive you in season and out of season, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for a fresh anointing filling your people today. We thank you for your goodness and mercy today. We thank you for your love today. We thank you, Father God, we are anxious for absolutely nothing. We are putting everything in prayer and supplication, making our requests known, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for feed the streets. We thank you, Father God, for every wish being fulfilled on Salvation Army. We thank you, Father God, for the seeds being sown. We thank you, Father God, for the partners that you are planting. We thank you, Father God, for the power of the Holy Spirit. We thank you for divine connections. We thank you for giving us revelation in your word that the Holy Spirit doesn't need our help. We thank you for a continuous flow, my God, of your glory in our life, Lord God. Let us be anxious for absolutely nothing. Let us ever let everything in prayer and supplication. Let us make our requests known before you, for you are the God that answers. We thank you, Father God, for being the God that answers. We thank you, Lord God, that your people are hearers and not doers. We thank you, Lord God, for your ever presence in our lives, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that the word is working in our life, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, just for your word performing, Father God, and that the promises of God are yes and amen. We thank you for your peace. We thank you. You do not slight us, Lord God. We thank you. You are a just and a fair God. We thank you. You are an omnipotent God, an omniscient God. You are everywhere. We thank you, Father God, for Michael Thomas. We thank you, Lord God. You are the God in his life, interceding on his behalf. So we lift him up to you right now in the name of Jesus, Father God. We thank you, Father God, right now. My God, we love you, Lord God. And I just want to lift up a lady named Lanisha, Laquisha, Lanisha. Father God, we lift up Lanisha to you right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, we cover her in the blood of Jesus. No weapon formed against her shall prosper. We thank you for your Holy Spirit being in her and around her, giving her wisdom she needs. We thank you that the angels are encamped around her. Quisha, I think that's what I'm hearing. We thank you that the angels are camped around her right now in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, go before her right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you. You are touching her and healing her body in the hospital room as we speak in Jesus name. We thank you for the glory of the Lord is in us and around us. We thank you. You are fair. You are just. We thank you for all you called us to be. We will not quench you in this season. Holy Spirit, we thank you, Father God, for your glory. Father God, for answered prayer and for redeeming the time. Restore your people, O oh Lord. Restore your people. Restore everything that the canker worm and the locust has tried to eat and devour. And I speak a double over their life. May the Lord shine upon you. May his favor go before you. May even your broken places be restored right now as we speak in Jesus' name. I love you so much. But more than anything, God loves you. He does. With everything in him. Allow him to restore you. Receive. Can we just receive, Father God? We receive. We receive from you. We receive every earthly blessing. We receive healing. We receive your favor. We receive your love. Now impart in us wisdom of who to go be loved today. In Jesus' name, amen. Please go be loved today. Ask the Holy Spirit, who do you want me to use who do I need to plant a seed in? Who do I just need to love? Who do I? Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries,
Log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.